At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two of VSIN Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here. Of course, the big story. There are a couple of big stories of the day. We have got Monday Night Football tonight. The Saints now about a one point favorite. We're seeing market wide. Uh, excuse me, the, the Ravens one-point favorite against the Saints here with all the injury news coming in on the Ravens. Mark Andrews, their stud tight end, is out. And, of course, the other big news is we got a new head coach in Indianapolis, Jeff Saturday. That, that's real news, is the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. They have a bye week this week before they come out here to the desert take on the Raiders on November 13th. That will be fascinating to watch for many different reasons to see if that team can uh, get off on the good foot with a new head coach as Frank Reich in his fifth year in Indianapolis, has been let go. Very quickly, back to the Monday night game. We said it before the season began in the summer that we liked Lamar Jackson at 20-1, to 1, the number, Lamar Jackson, to win the MVP. With Josh Allen now no longer the betting favorite to win MVP. Look, Patrick Mahomes, we also told you there was a lot of that. You could have got Patrick Mahomes around 9-1 to 1 in some markets uh, at the beginning of the year. Those numbers are long gone. I feel like the MVP vote is, is now live. This race is now live again because Josh Allen's come back to the pack. The betting favorite, and boy, it's close. Jalen Hurts at plus 250. Well, I mean, he looks like he's playing, you know, somewhat of an ACC schedule the rest of the way. I don't think it's going to hurt his chances. Uh, I think he's pretty much in very good position. I'm surprised Lamar's at 12-1. to 1. I just thought the way these three guys are so far ahead of the pack – Thought he might be a little bit higher, but hopefully he's got an opportunity. How about though, Geno Smith at twenty to one? Isn't that amazing? It really is. I mean, Geno Smith in twenty twenty two is the fifth betting favorite to win the MVP. I'm surprised two is twenty five to one. But hey, good news, your guy uh, Cousins making some inroads has gone from fifty to one to forty to one. All you got to do is put a little ice, take off your shirt, get on a plane. Well, your numbers, your chances improve. He's going to get melted next weekend. <laughs> so we'll talk about that in the coming weeks uh, for sure as those numbers change in the MVP market. Now, I mentioned this. I can't believe we actually have college basketball to talk about here on a Monday. Like, not, not preseason. Like, this is real, people. So I want to talk big picture here. And this would be the odds to cut down the nets. I don't know why. Do, do pros cut down the nets when they win the NBA title? They don't do that. No, they don't do that. Like, it's just for kids. Well, I mean, you know, they're not celebrating with champagne, so this is kind of their thing, and it gives them a lifetime memory, right? Everyone takes a piece of the yeah, net. Yeah, a little piece of the net. It's yeah. a cool thing. Who's going to be cutting them down? First of all, I'm just, I'm upset 
bothered that Syracuse isn't even on the first page. Well, I think they're on. Kelly, do you have the preseason NIT odds? I think Kelly, I think they'll be there for that one. A lack of respect for the boys up there. They don't respect themselves based on the way they've scheduled. Maybe when you guys get a coach that actually could schedule somebody, you guys might be around in late March, aside from once every 20 years. I know that people are going to go, I don't want to bet the short favorites here, Maul. But I, it is interesting because, again, we see this in the NFL, right? Yeah. You go, well, I don't want to play the small favorite at 9-1 to one, by the one, one, two, three, four teams right now all at 9-1. to one. That'd be Houston, Kentucky, North Carolina, and the Zags. But one or more of these teams will be about 5-1 to one, and then 4-1. to one. The numbers will get shorter as the year goes on. I just want to ask you, of those four shorter favorites at 9-1, to one, which one do you use the most fraudulent? Uh, ooh, great question, Dave. And, oof, I – None of them have to be fraudulent in your eyes. No, I I would say – I don't think they're completely fraudulent, but I'd put Kentucky out of the four. You have Houston, Kentucky, North Carolina, and Gonzaga. That's the team you trust the least out of that four. Yeah, I I just don't know if they're necessarily quite there in terms of being able to get to the national championship. I'm going to tell you right now, I know we got them at the top of the list. Mm -hmm. Watch out for U of H. Remember, the final four is in Houston this year. Oh, right. They're a team that is going to guard you as soon as you get off the bus. <laughs> that is so true. By the way, the other team that I look at and say they're going to guard you. So, like, I know I'm like old school defense travels in the NFL. It travels in college basketball. Baylor's going to guard you, right? They're, they're going to guard you. They're 15 to 1. Traditionally, I know it's not 40 minutes of hell and, you know, those days are long gone with Nolan Richardson. Arkansas traditionally guards you 15 to 1. I don't know about UCLA, how much guarding they're going to do. Is there any other team that you go, the defense travels so I know I can trust them? And if the offense is just good enough, then I, I know I got a live play here. There's no question about it. And I think uh, you take some of these longer teams. Uh, Duke 16 1's got an immense amount of talent coming in this year. I'm surprised their odds are quite as high as they are. I think the question mark is, though, how good of a coach is John Shire going to be? And here's the thing Matt Humans can probably speak to this better than I can. If John Shire's team gets off to a slow start, does he have his Pete Gaudette to lay the season off on with a fake back injury? Wow. The, I, I almost said it. Not the rack. Shouldn't say, I shouldn't say fake back injury, but, you know, at least his win loss record, right? Right. They, coach you got to push it off on somebody? Yeah, he kind of. Bowed out there when he knew it was going to go south. By the way, you know him and Jim Beheim are friends. No surprise. Don't count that <laughs> against my guy. You know, it's just 120 to one, by the way. Just 120. You have to go back. 120 days. to 120? Yeah. Hey, Kelly, I'm glad you didn't find them in the field. <laughs> you guys have the stricken from the record. You mentioned John Shire, Shire and what he's going to do in his first year taking over for the legend coach K. Hubert Davis did that for all oh, Roy. Oh, boy, Roy. No longer there at UNC, right? And there were whispers about Hubert early on. He's not fired up enough. I think that, that was all, me. I think that went away, though, right? Is Hubert Davis, because, again, shorter, one of the shorter favorites on the board at 9-1. to one. What did it make of Hubert? Is it now his team and not Roy Williams, guys? Yeah, well, listen, Amando Baycott and, uh, you know, Love, these are all Roy's recruits, and Roy could flat-out coach. Remember, Roy won more national titles at Carolina during his tenure than the Rat did at Duke during that same stretch. So just something to pay attention to. The other thing is Carolina's got a ton of talent back. That's what helped them immensely this year. They had a tremendous run in that tournament last year. That, that win against Baylor was incredible. Yeah. Um, but I want to see it over the long haul, not just this year when you've got to go get your own guys. We've seen tons of coaches. Mike Davis took a team to the national title yeah, game, right? They lose. They, hit, they had that huge upset win over Duke as Lost well. Maryland. So, yeah, so we've seen Kevin Ollie. He wins a national title. They sign him to a contract, and then they're trying to find dirt on the guy about two years later. So, <laughs> you know, this is just the way it goes sometimes in college hoops. You've got to be able to win. By the way, speaking of which, how many private investigators do you believe are following Jimbo Fisher right now, just looking for some sort of flaw that he makes a mistake so they can get rid of him out of this contract? You know, it's, it, it's interesting you say that and make that parallel to college football because I feel like that's the Bill Self story all the time in Kansas. But yet when the guy won, and you mentioned the, the Mario Chalmers game, right? Yeah. They win that national championship against Memphis, and then you don't want to get the guy out. Kansas is 13-1. to 1. So we just told you the story. I think Self's going to miss a couple games here. Four games. Self-imposed suspension. Yeah. Air quotes. What do you make of Rock Chalk, Jayhawk? They'll be solid. They always are. Um, this is a team I want to kind of see because they do lose some serious talent from last year. Um, th- this is going to be interesting. I'll tell you, Arkansas is the team to pay attention to at 15-1. I think the Razorbacks are going to be really good. 
I think them and UK are going to be the class of the SEC. Don't mm. sleep on Big Orange here. I think Rick Barnes does a tremendous job because his teams will defend. But nobody trusts him in come March. Well, I mean, the record speaks for itself. It was funny. I had an interesting conversation. I want to get your take on this real quick. We were talking about Jay Wright, and I'm a big Jay Wright I fan personally. But I got to tell you, if he was at a different school than Villanova, I don't think he would have lasted 12 years at another school based on what he had done previous to that one Final Four Bunch of early exits in the round of 32 or even the first round or other things like that. Uh, and then all of a sudden they have that tremendous run where they win seven Big East crowns in eight years. It's a great, yeah. it's a great question. I, I'm a big Jay Wright guy. And I, to Maul's point, sometimes you're not afforded the luxury of time to, to make it come to fruition. And yes. then when it did, you start winning national championships like Jay Wright did at Villanova. I mean, Villanova, for people that don't know, in, in outside of Philadelphia, it's very small school. I mean, it's – it is amazing to think what he was able to accomplish there. Yeah, right? just, I, I think you're. I think what Amal's hinting at is right. You just don't have the kind of overall pressure of the athletics program that you might have at a a larger university, right? A University of Texas or right. something like that. Amal, I want to get your just question uh, question for you on just uh, philosophically how you bet college basketball futures because I, I for me looking at the way the season is played out is so different from the NBA, right? The NBA you're getting best of 7 series throughout the playoffs. Mm. This is a this is a you know, go through the tournament, you win in advance through a national title. It just seems like it's tough for me to to really get behind betting futures before the season or even early in the season. I don't know if that's something uh, you know that you, that you believe in, or wh- where? Where? How do you bet futures if at all in college? I, I don't bet a ton of college basketball futures. Um, I look at teams that I really genuinely believe can win it all. Uh, you know, I was fortunate enough in 2018. I had Virginia. I thought they had a great team. I loved their guard play, and I thought Tony Bennett's a tremendous coach. But I think right now, this year particularly, I think some of the long shots are better examples. You know, Duke 16 to one. I want to see how UCLA turns out. Baylor 15 to one. Arkansas. These are teams that could be very dangerous because. In terms of with the transfer portal and how things have played out in college hoops, it's really changed the dynamic of how teams perform. Uh, so I think you can take some longer shots as well. We've seen it a million times in the tournament. The one thing that where you really have an advantage in college basketball, we've got 68 teams making a tournament, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're fortunate enough, you take a 50-1, to one, a 75-1 to one shot, and they get in, they have a better year than you thought, and maybe they finish as a three in their conference, they wind up with a five seed, you got a great opportunity to be able to hedge off and make some money on that. Very quickly, I want to ask you about uh, the Block M. Because when they hired Juwan Howard, I was like, wow, I love this move. And it looked like it worked initially. And then we got suspensions and we were, you know, we got interesting things happening, you know, during uh, coaching handshake lines and all kinds of stuff. What do you make of Juwan and and, and the Wolverines? Are are they on good footing? Is is all that turmoil behind him now? And and, yeah, we're we're back to. Well, you know, it's going to be hard to fight Mark Turgeon because he's not coaching in Maryland anymore. So that'll be one thing that's a challenge. But more importantly, um, I think he's done a really good job there. He's going to get players that are children of former NBA players. Juwan was a very well-respected yes, guy in the NBA was. for a long, long time. I think he does a tremendous job coaching. I think the one thing, and this is kind of where the Big Ten hangs their hat, the regular season is such a grind and it's so tough uh, But because there's no easy outs. And then you're going to add USC and UCLA into the mix. It's going to be a lot of fun to see, but I think Juwan's heading in the right direction there long-term at Michigan. I'm a big personal fan. I covered him. This is going to show my age. When he was a member of the Washington Bullets. That's going back always. And he was always great. With the media, so I'm I kind of always find myself pulling for Juwan and the Block M. All right, uh, great co- college basketball conversation. We'll talk some college football. See what your power rankings look like here on a Monday. Come on back, it's Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything VSIN has to offer for the rest of the college football season for just $99. Get VSIN Pro Access all the way through the Super Bowl, plus our upcoming college basketball, college bowl, and Super Bowl betting guides. Give yourself an edge. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to get your $99 mid-season special today. That's VEASAN.com, V-S-I-N.com slash subscribe. Back alongside of Shaw, Dave Ross here. Boy, I love the college basketball talk. By the way, there are three games on the docket very quickly. George Mason against Auburn, UTEP against Texas, UNC Dub, Wilmington against North Carolina. Are there any games that you're going to hop on here on a Monday in as we, we kick off or begin tip the ball off in college basketball? Or is it one of those – I want to wait and see what these teams actually look like before I hop in Ian, on some of these numbers. Yeah, it depends. I, you know, to me, I'm, I'll be looking for games that are kind of a blowout in the first half, kind of what we saw with Baylor and Mississippi Valley State in the first half, and mm-hmm. then potentially look take a second half over. Um, you know, you, because it turns into open gym, right? It was 76 yes. the second half total in the, in the second half, and they wind up with 88 points. Nobody's playing defense. Nobody's getting in your face, making sure the defender doesn't, I mean, the offensive player doesn't go left or right. You're just like, get up that jump shot because I'm trying to get back on the other end and get my points. So, again, maybe the, the, the strategy there is in-game, right? You're going to wait a little bit and see what, what these numbers change as the uh, first 20 minutes get underway. Yeah, you know, it's funny. You sit there and you watch some of these games tonight. Like, for example, uh, I watch UCLA and Sacramento State. It'll be painful to watch because the Bruins will dominate. But, And I'm not saying, like, in an anti-sentiment. It's just you know it's not going to be a good game, but you just want to kind of see, get a sense of, hey, what does UCLA have? They've got some components, new components in there. You look at these teams like Kentucky, um, Arkansas, Gonzaga, all these programs uh, – you know, they have large roster turnover generally year to year, so you got to pay attention in terms of what's coming in there and how impactful it's going to be. Yeah, fascinating. By the way, I'll really enjoy talking college basketball with you through uh, March Madness. I absolutely love it. Can't wait for it to really get into some of the conference schedules and, and so on. I just, I'm just going to tell you this right now, though. If you're going to bring up Syracuse, you better bring a headgear and a mouthpiece. Uh, we're, we'll, we'll be fighting. Yeah, that's fine. No we're going to talk a lot of orange basketball. I can't wait to break down that NIT, NIT team's uh, field of 32. Two, three zone, baby. Dave's one of those guys where you got like three schools he roots for. How does that work? What is he at? BCU, NIT, These, and Ro- Virginia Tech. Tech. Yeah. That's uh, a good thing about well, me. Well, I've got. Any, Dave? No, no. <laughs> you, you guys will catch on very quickly. <laughs> Brett McMurphy used to say that about me uh, for college football because I was transient because my college, VCU, didn't have a damn football team. Okay. So I had to go all over and I lived in Syracuse. That's why I have an affinity for the Orange. Right. Right. Plus, they're better basketball. Used to go to Blacksburg to watch the Hokey High, who screwed me on Saturday, by the way, with that awful comeback loss against Georgia Tech. That's neither here nor there. I couldn't play defense, couldn't get off the field against the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech. An offensive juggernaut, even without Jeff Sims, moving it right down the field. I was watching that last drive, and I'm like, wow. How's that Brent Pryor experiment working out for you? I'm going to tell you right now, this offseason, by the way, Dan Lanning, I know we're getting into college football in a mm-hmm. second. I got to tell you, if he leaves Oregon, this is a really bad sign for them because now you would have uh, Willie, I can't coach Taggart, went well, to Florida State. Why is Dan Lanning going to leave Oregon? Because I think it's for him he feels it's a better fit to be in the South oh, from a recruiting standpoint than with Oregon. Here's the other question I would ask. Interesting. If Phil Knight is no longer eventually involved with Oregon athletics down the line, say 15, 20 years from now. Big Nike money. Do, are they still the benefactors of that type of money and that type of support? 
uh, down the line? That's the question I would ask. It's a great question. And by the way, as much as I kid about Syracuse, the day Jim Beheim retires, those are the type of questions I have about Syracuse because I was there. I know what it was like before Jim Beheim. It wasn't always good. So, like, sometimes Duke, I have concerns about Duke long-term with John Shire taking over now that Krzyzewski's gone. It'll be interesting to see if they can keep that, those dynasties going that you're alluding to with Oregon football. I hated Duke more than the Klan hates me until until Shashevsky retired. Now I'm I'm indifferent. I don't even care. I'm like you know Duke wins no problem. I like John Shire. I think he's going to do a tremendous job. I love the energy. But that will he's Duke using. still be Duke? Will I, Oregon still be Oregon? Right without Phil Knight's money? Th- those are real questions. Look, by I'll the just way. tell you this: John Shire has brought in one hell of a recruiting class. Okay, let's see if they can if they can translate that. But. I, I don't have a problem with him. It was Mike Krzyzewski. If you've ever been fortunate enough to sit down uh, close in a game in Cameron, dude, this guy's sailing. Uh, this guy's swearing like a sailor that just got off into port from like a year out on the water. Oh, yeah. He was no choir boy. But, no. Because, by the way, and people down there, and I used to work down in that area, uh, Durham, Raleigh, Durham area, Carolina's always going to be Carolina. I don't know that Duke's always going to be Duke. I would agree with that. But Carolina <laughs> is going to be Carolina. Unless you've got Matt Doherty coaching. Go oh, boy. Uh, let's get to your power rankings, which means we get a great graphic. It's called it laying, nice. out, laying out for sound. I like, I like the little plug-in. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get to your college football power rankings. By the way, you know, I'll get off the soapbox, but, you know, that Tennessee-Alabama game on Saturday, when they expand, it won't matter. Bama's still in. That's why I think four is right. It's the best number. I know it's not going to last because we've already got expansion coming, but it will devalue some of the regular season. Bama, are they dead? Right now, you got them at 10. Well, I I still think if Bama plays several of these teams like UCLA, USC, or Oregon, they would beat them. They lost two games by a combined four points. I mean, this is not like they had a performance like Oregon did against uh, Georgia. Mm. Uh, So I don't think you can discount Alabama. You know, you mentioned the college football club. This is a perfect example of how stupid the people that run college football are. I'm going to tell you, forget the four games. This is the simplest solution, and everybody's talked about it, but it's amazing these morons want to go to 12 games. (laughs) Why don't you just sit there and say, we don't care about the so-called student-athlete. We just care about money, so we're going to go to 12. The simplest solution is eight, right? Five conference champions. Yes. Pac-12, ACC, Big Ten, uh, Big 12, and the SEC. Two at-larges, and then the one team would be potentially a group of five or an additional at-large, depending on how the group of five is performing. You don't have anyone this year in the group of five. You'd sit there and say, hey, they deserve to be in. But you win the you win the Big 12, you're in. Even if you got three losses, you win the Big 10, you got three losses. You win the SEC, you got three losses, you're in. And then you get those three at-large teams. Everybody plays. The first round of games are held at the home field of the team that's the higher seed. So one hosts the eight, two, seven, so on and so forth. Then you play the other games in the bowl games like you do. What are we going to 12 teams for? I because mean, because it's all about money. You just nailed it on the head. There's no, so I, many, I get that. There's so many straw man arguments out there. By the way, I was not a BCS guy. I was a co- I was, uh, used to talk about this with Trevor Maddich now at ESPN. No. We used to talk about this all the time. I said, we can fix this. I thought four was the right number. We've never had a debate about who the best team was after we've gone to the college football bowl system. We haven't. Uh, so this playoff system over the last decade. We've gotten it right every year. So there's no like, oh, we got it wrong X year. No, we didn't. And there's no like, oh, I, you're I gonna have, we're going to have undefeated. The, that hasn't happened. Happen. These are straw man arguments that are not real arguments. They're they're fictitious. We make them up. And this year is playing out the same way. We're not going to have an undefeated team from a Power 5 conference that wins their championship that's left out of the equation. Tennessee is number five right now in your rankings, and they got a loss. And they got a bad loss against Georgia. The other four, undefeated. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU. We're getting it right. We're going to expand. So I get that. I'm going to watch, and I'm going to hopefully profit from it, too. But to sit here and say we haven't gotten it right is wrong. Well, I think it's been right most of the time. I think there's. I thought in 2014 they got it wrong. I know Ohio State won the national championship, and trust me, I'm a huge. You thought TCU should have gotten in. 100. percent But TCU wasn't undefeated. No, but the thing is, that, they didn't that, lose. That's but, my point. They didn't we lose. haven't had an undefeated team from a power school, so there's an argument to me. Well, made that's for not. One that's losses. not going to. That's not going to happen. Exactly. In my, in that my has opinion. not happened. That is but, a straw man argument. But what I'm saying is, you look at in 2014, TCU has one loss. Yes. I think they lost by three points at Baylor, right? 61-58 in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio State loses by 14 against Virginia Tech. They get in because they're a much bigger team on the marquee. Yes. I mean, Alabama versus Ohio State has such a bigger intrigue than TCU Alabama. I, I thought that TCU team deserved to be in 2015. I know Ohio State lost to Michigan State. But we're, we're splitting hairs, though. No, that's with fair. One that's fair. Teams. But, but no, 
But here's the problem. How many seasons do you wind up with four or five undefeated teams? Right now, what are we looking at? Three teams are going to wind up potentially undefeated. Georgia, the winner of the uh, Michigan-Ohio State game, and then TCU potentially. Right. And then the question becomes, does Tennessee deserve to get in because they lost by a lower margin than Oregon did? But Oregon played their first game of the season. They've gotten better, assuming they run the gauntlet in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Does USC have an argument because they would have lost one point in Salt Lake City? Uh, does UCLA potentially have an argument if they run the table uh, because they lost at Oregon? I mean, and they would beat Oregon. But potentially. these are all fair conversations for yeah. teams that have flawed resumes. Yeah, and, you know, to me, when I, when I look at it from a betting standpoint, I'll tell you the best bet available right now to win the national championship is Michigan at 8-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Because I don't understand why it's such a foregone conclusion by the odds makers that Ohio State's going to beat Michigan. Well, because they're going to go, what's in the shoe? I get that. Right? See, it's Harbaugh never beats Ohio State until last year. Right? Yeah. So, so that's, that's what they're going to they're gonna bank it on here. Because what do you think? Ohio State's going to be favored by what? Ten points. I know which side I'll be leaning to. The, uh, but we have four undefeated here. So out of these four, which, you had which, Michigan. Which is, which is the fourth one? Oh, Ohio State, Michigan. I, count, right. I already counted one of them as a loss. Right. That's so why. You, okay. right. You've got four, but yeah. they will not remain right. four undefeated because Ohio State and Michigan is going to play itself. If, if that is a three-point game either way, can you make a case for two Big Tens in the college football playoff? Well, I could make the argument, but for some reason, we have this need to just automatically put two teams from the Southeastern Conference. I'm like, listen, they don't bring in money. Their fan bases don't spend money. Look at the cost of tickets when you go to a game in the Southeastern Conference compared to other leagues. And if you want to bring in viewers, bring it. Imagine if you have your Final Four. Let's say TCU gets bypassed by USC. Mm-hmm. Let's say TCU loses the game. SC wins the Pac-12. They won game. Imagine if you've got Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and USC. I mean, you might these actually are, sell out a game. These are all fair arguments for teams with flawed resumes. And when you have a loss, you are no longer, you cannot say, I deserve to be in because I have not lost. That will not happen again this year. College football playoff system works. But we are going to expand. And I'll be fine with it. But the hard is what makes it good. When we come back, hold or fire college football edition. Come on back. It is VEASAN Big Bets, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Get in on the football action this season with the Hulu Plus Live TV Football Extravaganza. Compete for a free, you can compete free for a share of 55,000 in two ways. Predict what's going to happen in three college football pools, then make your picks for eight fantasy NFL contests. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu NFL now to play for free. Hulu Plus Live TV, it's like cable, just a little bit better. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for all of the details. Maul Shaw, Dave Ross here, Big Bets on a Monday. I'm all really enjoying these conversations, college basketball, college football. I love the passion about the college football playoff system. We're trying to find those pathways for certain teams who might be able to cash those tickets for you because there's only going to be four now, but we are going to expand at some point. Well, you got an undefeated TCU team catching seven at Texas this weekend. Mm. They've got to win at Texas and then at McLean Stadium at Baylor on Saturday uh, after this week. So it's going to be a challenge for them. But to me, you know, when you look at it right now, I think Georgia's plus 110, Ohio State's plus 180, depending on where you get the odds. Um, I think the biggest value is on Michigan. But the one concern that I have with the Wolverines is, even if they beat Ohio State and they'll win the Big Ten Championship, can they potentially knock off Georgia if they're in a rematch? Because Georgia just absolutely annihilated them last year. It wasn't even close. No, it wasn't. So let's continue down that uh, train of thought here with Holder Fire College Football Edition Fire up those graphics. Watch out for the curtains behind Kevin. Holder fire college football. Let's talk about family. Brian Kelly, LSU. Everybody wanted to. He's a bad guy because he did a fake accent. He's a damn good football coach. So now they're going to play Auburn after coming off that big win, huge win against Bama on Saturday night. So now family is going to lay three at Pig Suey. If you're going to back Brian Kelly off that huge win, hold or fire on the three. I would fire if you like LSU. I think this line will go up a little bit. There's such an impressive win. Now, you can't have a letdown. You can't win a game of that magnitude. Then lose. And then lose. And, uh, you know, I know Matt Brown and Stormy are coming up next, and Matt was at the game between LSU and Alabama. But I got to tell you, the one thing that's really important in this series that's so crucial down there, this game means a lot to a lot of people down in Louisiana. And I thought it was a huge win. You could see by the reaction – uh, of the fan base there. So you cannot allow a great victory like that to be kind of, 
just absolutely disintegrated by a loss at uh, Arkansas. You got everything going in the right direction. This team, though, this LSU team, they looked good. I was impressed with them. They they made Bryce Young throw a lot of errant throws. I thought Bryce Young had two tremendous drives late, but I thought the throws were a little bit errant, and that hurt them in that situation. To me, though, you look at LSU, they got absolutely crushed by 27 at home against Tennessee, and then they lost that first game of the year against Florida State. I'll tell you right now, if they put Florida State in a rematch, I'd be all over LSU. Well, again, look, can't believe I'm going to say this, but, you know, made the pilgrimage to Notre Dame last year when Brian Kelly was still the head coach. They do that cool tradition Tim Murray can tell you all about. We saw it as he walks and leads all the kids in, and then, of course, leaves the program, and now it's like, oh, how is he going to do at LSU? He got choked up. He was very emotional in the post game because now he knows he's a made man down there for beating Bama. He, uh, I thought he was going to go like full Big Irma Kraken from Kingpin. I can do whatever I want. I'm above the law. So now what's happened to Sam Pittman in Arkansas? They lose to Liberty at home over the weekend. Like that's stunning to me in many different ways. I know Liberty's good, but can Arkansas, can they get up? They're going to get up for this game. You would yeah, think against will. LSU. This, this is a huge rivalry. Remember this game used to be played at Thanksgiving weekend. Yep. So, um, this is not a game that you're going to take lightly if you're either side. They'll be ready for this game. But I think when you look at LSU defensively, I saw the amount of pressure they were able to apply to Alabama. K.J. Jefferson is not in the same area code of a passer that Bryce Young is. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it's going to be a challenge for the Razorbacks. And then defensively, I tell you what, Jaden Daniels, one thing i got to say right away that Kelly and company, his staff, have done such a better job of working with Jaden Daniels in terms of accuracy and not taking off and running. That throw that he made to Taylor, I'm going to tell you, if that was that Arizona State two years ago, that's a dirt ball, and we're going, oh, man, what the hell did they go for two for? It's a, a stunning win against Bama. So, again, the exercise there is if you like LSU, Amal would say fire on, on uh, Bengal Tiger today because that number should go up as the week goes on. Okay. <sighs> Nick Saban, two loss. Two loss, Nick Saban. Four Alabama. Four points, yeah. Now you're going to go and take on Lane, <laughs> and you're laying 12. Is Nick Saban, because everybody said this was going to be scorched earth, Nick Saban revenge tour year. And it worked, hadn't worked out that way. And that, that was Nick Saban's excuse when they didn't win last year. Right. Oh, we were young. We were young. They're in the national championship, by the way. Oh, and led in the second half. Now they're going to lay 12 against Lane. If you like Kiffin and company, Hold or fire getting 12 at the Grove. You know, this is an interesting one, Dave. I'm going to pass on both sides, and the reason for that is I'm I really not sure which way this line's going to go. Um, you know, if you like Ole Miss, I don't think if it hurts you. It doesn't hurt you that much if it comes down, but it could be advantageous if it goes up. Um, I think if Alabama decides they want to come and play, they're going to beat the brakes off of Ole Miss. I don't think Ole Miss is that good. I think Lane's a tremendous coach. I just don't think Jackson darts that good of a quarterback. Mm. Uh, but if Alabama comes focused – there's going to be a beat down coming. Yeah, I wonder if this is going to be like a Utah bowl game scenario, if you remember that, uh, when they were not in the college football playoff and they got absolutely housed. You, you wouldn't expect a Nick Saban-led team in the regular season to pack it up, pack it in. Yeah, but the problem is when the expectations – I thought this team was going to win the national championship, and I think Alabama thought they were going to win the SEC, win the national title, at least get to the SEC. But here's why I wouldn't give up on the season if you're Alabama – because I still believe that this is going to be a tight, tough game for LSU in uh, uh, Fayetteville mm-hmm. against the Razorbacks. If they were to drop that game, then the game in College Station would have everything riding on it. And if somehow Jimbo actually coaches a decent game, he did actually outcoach Nick probably in that game in Tuscaloosa, but yep. they lose that game. It's, it's not a foregone conclusion that LSU's in Atlanta. Ooh. Okay, let's continue to hold our fire. Let's get to... Horn Frogs, and you mentioned this. You're number four right now, mm-hmm. uh, and they're going to catch seven. Dave's on... got all the hand symbols, man. He's got them. He's got them down. It's because I didn't play anything, Kelly. That's why I like to do them, because I would have done them. I would have been that guy on the yeah. sidelines doing Thank them all Thank God it's Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, and all these teams that are the final four contenders every year. <laughs> Against Hook'em in Texas. All right, so you're going to hook them and lay the seven, or are you going to go with the frog catching seven? First of all, having lived in Texas for a long time, and I consider it my home state, I have a lot of friends that went to school with the shorthorns. And let me tell you, it's always horns down, baby. Oh, horns it's down. All, it's always horns oh, down. Oh, Twitter, they, they kick you off for that two I, years ago. I couldn't care less. Listen, you can find me like every – throw the flag on me, 15 yards. Who cares? Everybody in the Big 12 does it. But yeah, it's hysterical. Listen, I like TCU here, and I would fire on this one now. Wow. I think the line's going to come down. Max Dugan and company have been unbelievable. The one thing that I would point to with Texas is the problem with consistency at the quarterback position with Quinn Ewers. We know how good Bijan is, and I think Texas' defense will have some issues. 
I'll tell you the other thing, pay attention in this game, too, is the total. If this thing is around 66 or below, I would go over. Mm-hmm. Might, might be a 70-burger here. I'm not sure, but <laughs> this is going to be a high-scoring game. And not that it's relevant because you've got, really, two coaches that are new here, in essence. Uh, Sark in his second year, and you've got um, uh, Dykes in his first year. But TCU's 5-2 and two in their last seven against the Horns. You know the public's going to be all over TCU catching seven, right? This is going to be the narrative all week. Pros versus Joes. Pros versus Joes. If this game is as high scoring as I think that you and I believe it's going to yeah. be, I might not. I might feel pretty good pocketing seven points right now in what we think is going to be a shootout. Maybe the last team of the ball wins. Well, absolutely. See, I think when you look at it from both sides, I don't really feel like either team is capable of styming the other offense. Yeah. I think Bijan's going to have a monster day. I think Johnson can be very effective. Worthy could be huge on the offensive end here going against the TCU D-backs. Dugan's got to play extremely well. This is the game that could get Dugan to New York City for the Heisman if he plays extremely well here. Fire on TC if you like them, plus the seven will be the exercise because you're thinking that number comes down. And I guess over the 65 that DraftKings has posted? 65. There you go. 60. Yeah. I thought it was good. Okay, 66 was my thought. Love and, those numbers Yeah, today. I like the over there. Uh, Georgia coming off that huge just butt-kicking of uh, Tennessee over the weekend. Boy, that game almost was, like, forgotten. Not even as close as the final score. Not at all. Almost backdoor cover scenario. Came I know, right? Friend and Hooker, it did not happen. And now they're going to lay 16 and a half against Mississippi State. We saw what happened to Mississippi State a couple weeks ago. They just got thwarted at Bama, couldn't score. How are they going to score against Georgia? They're not. And I think the dogs now have everything in front of them. They get that big win. I think they're going to dominate this matchup. I really like UGA here. I would fire. I think this line hits 17. Mm. That's a big number on the road. Uh, uh, you know, look, they didn't play last year. Two years ago was a tighter game. But I think Stetson Bennett is playing unbelievably well. I think he should be the SEC player of the year. Well, it's going to probably go to Hendon Hooker, but I think Stetson Bennett should be the SEC player of the year. We talked about it a week ago. I said, yeah. boy, 60 to 1, those numbers are long gone for Stetson Bennett because we knew the showcase was coming. You outplay Hendon Hooker in a marquee game. Not, not a bad number, but the, that number is no longer there. I, I would agree with you there, but the problem right now when you look at it from a Georgia standpoint is their defense is elite. They're, yep. I mean, you hold, that's carrying them. Yeah. They look, what was the final score? 27, 13. Yeah. And that's seven points was what I would consider a garbage time touchdown, right? Alabama's, excuse me, Georgia's playing a prevent defense. Wasn't necessarily enamored by that play just simply because they were able to make it. Uh, the key play in this game was by uh, Thorson on the punt when yeah. he knocked it out of bounds at the one yard line. And, and, and then all of a sudden we see Georgia take over. And I think we could see something similar here with this dogs defense. They didn't play well on the road game against Colum- in Columbia against Missouri. I think we'll see a much more concerted effort against that short passing game of Mississippi state. All right, so fire on the dogs today, laying the 16. If you like that. Yeah. If you like that stock, cause that number is going to go up again. I'm not saying what we're trying to do is find you the best number today in a Correct. Monday and you know, closing line value. We'll see how it works out. But Probably that number's going to go up, so take the dogs today. If you like them, again, conversely, you like Mississippi State at home, hold, because you're probably going to get a better uh, end of the number before we get to kickoff on Saturday. We'll come back, put a bow on this edition of Big Bets here on a Monday. Look at Monday Night Football next here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing, and BetRivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, basketball fan, BetRivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance Bet, Friday Night College Football Bet, plus get Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and much more. Head to BetRivers.com, download the BetRivers app today. It is a whole new ballgame. Back alongside them all, Shaw, Dave Ross here. Putting a bow on this edition of Big Bets on a Monday, we do have our pro tip for hour number two. We talked about it earlier. Yes, people, college basketball season is upon us. Yes, sir. So we are looking in the futures market here, and you are identifying some teams with the possibility of cutting down the nets. Remember, there's only one team that can do it. So you might want to think more in that futures market of looking at some longer shots along the way because, again, you do a really good job of this them all. You're kind of looking at teams now that you think are, is good value. Let's just say, for instance, a Michigan at 35-1. to 1. Whether you really think they can get home or not, if this is a team that might be able to make noise in the tournament, then you've got really good hedge scenarios if you can get to, say, the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight. Right. No, absolutely right. I think sometimes there are certain teams you might take that you don't genuinely believe are going to win. But if they can get to the round of 16, then you really have some opportunities to make some profit Say you have a 50 to 1 or 75 to 1 to win the national title. There it is. Or Syracuse at 120 to 1. You know, as much as I rag on Syracuse, the one thing is they've done a good job. And once every Olympic uh, turn, when they make the tournament, <laughs> they usually do play well. Once every Olympic turn. <laughs> winter or summer? Or just well, the they're all four years general. apart, right? Like, I wasn't saying, you know, winter, <laughs> then summer. I'm just saying summer to summer to summer or winter to winter to winter. 2003 feels like yesterday. It wasn't, by the way. God, I wish it was 2003. I still have the Carmelo. I still have it on my walls. I'm a grown man. Well, he was awesome. The SI cover. So, again, that was our pro tip for hour number two. You got to be a VEASAN Pro subscriber to get access to all 20 that we have each and every day here across the VEASAN spectrum. Go to VEASAN.com, sort them out by show and or by sport. Before we get back to Monday Night Football, get our final thoughts there. NHL, you saw something in the Bees and the Blues, St. Louis against Boston game that's going to be going up there uh, – in Boston tonight, and, and a line move that's kind of caught your attention. Well, you know, look, uh, Boston now is at 190, but in the overnight, Dave, it was only about 170, and it's gone up appreciably. It's no longer available, so I don't want to sit there and suggest people to take it, but I thought it was too short. Blues have lost six in a row, mm. and even if Boston falls behind one nothing in this game, I would potentially take a look at taking Boston in play because the St. Louis team – they jumped out one nothing, give up four goals in the third, uh, second period against the Islanders. They did a similar thing against the Kings. They get up one nothing, and they allow the Kings to score five goals in a row. Um, or actually, in that game, they they, they were down four nothing before they scored. But mm-hmm. you know, this is a team that has had some issues protecting leads. They got a one nothing lead against the Canadians, then they get outscored seven to three in the rest of the game. So. Uh, I, I don't think Boston will be out of it early on if they were to fall behind. It's just hard for me to back St. Louis right now with the way they're playing at this point in time. Just really struggling. Got off to a fast start of 3-0. You know, also, if you're going to take the Capitals-Oilers game tonight, Caps won a ton of injuries right now. Backs yep. them out as well, along with a litany of other players. Very quickly, i, I just looking ahead of the schedule here. Mm-hmm. St. Louis, this is the front of a, of a back-to-back for yep. them. Mm-hmm. Boston is off tomorrow. Does that factor into the handicap when the team knows they got another quick turnaround the next day when they're on the road? You know, in the NHL, it doesn't as much, but sometimes you look at the goaltending scenario. Sometimes you might go with your best goalie in a game that you think is a little bit easier to win. Uh, we see it in the NBA quite a bit. I know there's a full slate in the association tonight. Yeah. But, like, for example, um, you've got no LeBron tonight in the NBA, yeah. and th- which they're playing a back-to-back. And I, I don't know if they thought they were going to be able to win easily against the Cavaliers compared to uh, Utah on the road, but 
Either way, this is disappointing for me because I, I tell you, I love watching Laker games right now. I love watching that LeBron three-point shot. Very quickly, about 23%. St. Louis is going to play the Flyers tomorrow <laughs> in the city of Brotherly Shove. They're going to lay a dollar thirty-five right now. So maybe to Amal's point, they're looking at it as tomorrow is the winnable game. Boston, it'd be gravy, but at least that's what the, what the numbers are telling you in these back-to-backs. You know, I know it's tomorrow, but I, I'm glad you brought this lineup. I don't understand the lack of respect. Carter Hart's been sensational. He's got a goals against that's less than two. Uh, he's 6-0-2 so far in net this year for the Flyers. They're 6-3-2. St. Louis, again, you're playing in Boston. There'll be a tough physical game. This team plays very well. Boston does. They're going to challenge you. They're going to defend you. You've got Linus Olmark, who's been tremendous in net. So, for me, uh, St. Louis is in two crucial games here. Uh, let's get to the association tonight mm-hmm. very quickly in the NBA. And, Kelly, you pointed this out during the break. So tomorrow there are no games on the docket in the association because, which I think is cool, the NBA, I believe, is going to have every arena open for voting. Correct. Right? Yeah. So that's their initiative to get out the vote. I'm all for it. Yeah. Practice your democracy. That means every game, every team in action tonight, 15 games on the card, uh, all spread 15 minutes apart, which is kind of really? cool. Oh. A little quirky. You don't really see that with the schedule. I kind of wish they would do that every night, but, you know. That'd be great, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I think it's a great stars. idea. They, they found something here. Maybe yeah. stick with it. They won't, but, you know. Wow. Um, so, yeah, 15 minutes apart. As Maul mentioned, I got nothing tonight, although I might be – might be looking at some Russell Westbrook prop numbers now with uh, LeBron out of that game. Um, I got no bets tonight, but I think, it, yeah, Lakers injuries be aware of before you go into betting that game with the Jazz. Also for the Blazers just coming down here uh, in the past hour, it looks like uh, Simons will be a go and Damian Lillard will be okay. a go tonight for the Blazers. Tyler Hero's status still uh, in question for the Miami Heat. So we'd keep an eye on those two games if you are looking to dive into the association. Jazz just keep winning, kids. They're yeah, six and a half. Six and a half point yeah. favorites now. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, no LeBron in that lineup. But remember, Anthony Davis said teams still fear the Lakers. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Are Magic and Kareem suiting up? I've, I have no idea at this point in time. You know, you know, the one thing real quick to point out, Clippers tonight, obviously Leonard out. John Wall, rest. Hasn't he rested like for the last three years? <laughs> oh I mean, I just. Yeah, that's a good call. That's he rested tragic. all last season. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it really is. And Reggie no Jackson. Kawhi, right, no Kawhi still. And then John Walls is going to take a day. Cool. Re- Reggie's going to be a game time decision. Probably the game of the night tonight to me is going to be in Memphis. Uh, uh, Steven Adams is going to be a game time decision there. We know yeah. uh, Jaron Jackson's out, but. Uh, this is an interesting one. C's laying three and a half on the road against Memphis. And by the way, I got to shout out the graphics department real quick. You guys are so good at getting this game up so really quick. Are. I just, I mean, I barely say it. Next thing you know, they already have it up. Hey, uh, guys, I hope you don't mind. I'm a little tired. I'm going to take tomorrow off just for rest. That's cool with that? <laughs> well, I just, I'll tell you right before the show, too. I, listen, I got no problem with it. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on. You do what you got. Listen, you got to do what you got to do. Dave asked mental me one day. Health, Kelly baby. goes, it's all mental Kelly, sends me a te- Kelly sends me a text one day. He's like, this is something about the show. I said, listen, dude, it's 10-15. I just got out of the shower. I'm not even sure if I'm going to make it. <laughs> it's still touch and go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I, would be questionable every game in the 100%. NBA. 100%. I might just we need very aware what a code red text message means from a ball. That's Those are sure. fantastic. <laughs> Let's get back to Monday Night Football. Code red for the Ravens offense. Yes, absolutely. I mean, good Lord. Who's going to suit up? We know Mark Andrews isn't going to go. Looks like Gus Edwards is going to be able to go. We got injuries all up and down. It could be, it could be, and this is interesting to me that the number's gone back up to a point and a half since we began at, at a point. It could be Omar Jackson MVP game, though. If you want to go glass half full as a Ravens backer. Like, this is a showcase. It's Monday night. I don't have anything else. Those are those Herculean efforts where guys go, man, that guy did it by himself. We saw it with Mahomes last night in Kansas City. We saw it with Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. Hey, you guys aren't going to help out? Fine. I'll do everything by myself. Could we see a Lamar Jackson MVP-like game tonight? Uh, I don't know. This is going to be interesting. You know, you're going up against a defense that right now has not been stellar in terms of points yielded, but overall in terms of yardage is pretty good. Uh, not not great, but, you know, 11th against the run at 112.5 per game for the Saints. Uh, this Baltimore team second in rushing yards at 166 a game. So, this would be one to pay attention to. I'm looking forward to this matchup. I love watching Lamar Jackson, and I enjoy watching Taysom Hill as well. I, I, yeah. He's just like a battering ram out there. I love when you see like a corner trying to come up. real. Whoa, I mean, the, the Taysom Hill experience is real. Oh, yeah, no question about it. And I love when you see a corner coming up, they're like making a business decision because <laughs> this dude's about to truck him. He, he is fun to watch. I like when he runs three straight plays, then he might chuck one on you, and all of a sudden you get caught off guard. 
I got, it's guys like it's guys like it's him, him and Josh Allen, right? Where yeah. it's like they, they look for guys in the secondary coming to make a tackle. I'm going right through you. Uh, you know, even Justin Fields would have been with that NFL record, 178 yards yeah. rushing, I believe, yesterday. He's a big kid. Like these these guys, these running quarterbacks, like the Taste Mills, Josh Allen's, uh, Justin Fields. They're not shying away from contact all the time. I don't like that call, though, Justin Fields' NFL record. Here's why. Kaepernick has the postseason 181 yards, and they but they consider the regular season only for the record books or what? Yeah, that's a weird thing. He did that in Green oh, Bay, that's right? stupid. Yeah, it was against Green Bay. That was stupid. You know, yeah, you know, I don't know the, why that did. Yeah. If Sam Brown makes that catch, which, which is amazing to me, couldn't even catch. No wonder why this guy got cut by Green Bay. If I were the Chicago Bears, <laughs> like in Major League. Well, they missed the I, pass interference, too, on the – I'm well, that's fine. I don't disagree Chase, with you, but you got to play through some of the calls. I don't know what more you want when you're open and the guy puts the ball right between your hands and you just let it go through. He would have gotten more than 181 because he would have scrambled on another play. Oh, so then you could have the real record yeah, in your exactly. eyes. And by the way, and I said this years ago when uh, Dak Prescott was coming off, he had a great rookie year for, for uh, Tony Romo. Then he had a really down sophomore year. And mm-hmm. I said, year three, the only thing that I'm concerned is, do we have a quarterback? I think the Bears have answered that question here in year number two in Chicago. They got their quarterback. Well, you got to give Luke Getzkin. Getsy and company credit for altering the offense to be successful. Oh, by the way, we had Lawrence Holmes on uh, Friday. He said, take the over in the rushing prop. Boy, did that cash easily. <laughs> NFL record. Uh, really fun show. Great show, as always. Thanks to Kelly Bidwin behind the glass uh, and to Ben Fox for joining us here on Big Bets. The final countdown is up next with Stormy and Matt. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.